I just read this piece that came out in an academic journal called Social Studies of Science but by uh, Chris Tennant and Jack Stilgo on looking at narratives of autonomy in the you know self-driving driverless vehicle industry. And this project that they did was they interviewed over 50 people intimately involved in the R&D processes of self-driving cars, of autonomous vehicles. And you learn so much more from that that kind of uh you know actually talking to these people building relationships with them hanging out in their spaces on their turf where they start feeling a bit more comfortable kind of you know with that water cooler chat right like like what do we really think about this and that paper uh you know showed that there was a lot of um internally a lot of doubt a lot of you know, self-criticism um, about like, you know, uh, you know, these narratives of autonomy, like they like, you know, the reality doesn't actually match up to the things that, you know, Elon Musk is saying or the PR people are saying. They have a much more like, in some regards, like a much more realistic, but also I think a, like there's like a more pervasive cynicism that you can find amongst the like rank and file people, right? Who aren't like writing the press releases or who aren't like the face of the company. Um, and, and those are the people actually doing the, the work in terms of like designing, developing, researching, deploying, implementing these technologies. And they have a much better understanding of what they can actually do. Like, you know, in the insure tech sector, I think of a company like Lemonade, right? Like, you know, Lemonade is one is, I think the lar- has the biggest, it's a US-based property insurance company um, or startup. And they, they have like one of the biggest valuations of any insure tech in the world right now. You know, they're massive. They're, Jeremy said they're trying to ride Beyonce name recognition and you know, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but the SEO so- game is brutal. No. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's a weird name for an insure tech property company. But so, so Lemonade tweeted out a, a bunch, like a series, like a thread about how they were using facial recognition software uh, to, you know, to, to automate, you know, claims and, and things like that, right? To, you know, as they were trying to say, right, like they were, they, they were using this. Uh, software to pick up on quote unquote nonverbal cues um, and claim videos to you know find indications of fraud, right? You know um, them like race, sex, class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing they they had to put their fucking tells behind between their legs and apologize for, as they put it, their awful tweets you know it's bad when <laughs> when you have to call your own tweets awful i'm sorry for of, posting i'm trying to delete yeah, it fuck exactly <laughs> exactly that's what they did um because they immediately got a bunch of public backlash of people being like yeah like oh so you're using ai to pick up on nonverbal cues for these claims videos so what are you thinking about race class gender you know stuff like that and they had to put out a a, a, a like an apology being like we have never and will never use phrenology or physiognomy <laughs> to, <laughs> to process claims. And, and it's just like, like, yo, if you're in a position of having to deny phrenology, you're already fucked up. You already my, my fucked we up. My we don't do phrenology shirt is raising a lot of questions. <laughs>
There's an old stand-up Don Rickles who was kind of an insult comic like way back in the day, but he would have a line where he would wait for someone to do something like that and his response would be, it looks like you've taken the right time to uh, make yourself look like a fucking idiot in public. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. You know, something like lemonade, like if if you drink lemonade and it puts a bad taste in your mouth, folks, that you're not drinking lemonade, you're drinking piss. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was very funny, though, because, like, you know, Lemonade was talking about, uh, like, a lot of the stuff that they were tweeting out, you know, it was new to the to the public who saw this. And, you know, they became the kind of, like, main character of a certain segment of Twitter for that right. day because right. of it. And they were tweeting out, you know, stuff about their, their like, uh, I forget what they call it. They call it like a flywheel of innovation or something. But it's like this circular diagram where it's like, you know, at the top is delight customers. Then it goes grow fast. Then predictive data. Then machine learning. And then it goes back to delight customers. Grow. We, love, we love loops where the snake eats its own tail. We uh, love them. Uh, that's right. And that and, and, and <laughs> was. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> actually what's going on. Eating their own asses and huffing their own farts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what was very funny is like they were tweeting out this stuff that, and I had seen this before, right? In my research into these companies, I had seen all this before. What they accidentally did, well, they, it wasn't, they realized it was an accident or a mistake after the fact, but what they did is they just tweeted out their investor pitch deck. Like, like, and so it's, it's interesting to see how they made something public that was for, that was written for a different audience, right? This was written for like, you know, them going to VC firms and pitching their company to raise funding, right? And it's like, right. so that's the kind of bullshit that VCs would eat up, but then they throw it out in public and people are immediately like, I'm sorry, you're doing, you're doing what? You're doing phrenology? Yeah, what? You're no, 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 no. It's different. It's a different skull. It's a different caliper, bro. Please believe me. <laughs> Please believe me. It's not the same thing. These aren't golden. They're digital. It's different. Uh, so that's the kind of shit that I love to find out and I'm really looking forward to finding out in this research where, you know, go into these places where the audience is themselves and other people in the industry, not the public, right? Where it's not like, like the lemonade fiasco, you know, lemonade. Yeah. They deleted their tweets and they apologized for, for tweeting all, you know, for these awful tweets and stuff, but that doesn't mean they're going to change what they're doing. That just means Fuck they're no. going to be, no, hell no. That means they're going to be more circumspect about what they're doing. Right. That, that means that they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, well, we were too transparent. We, we fucked up. We told the public what we actually thought. <laughs> yeah. First thing first, we are getting a PR person, getting a social media team. We're going to make sure we never, ever, ever tweet out the pitch decks ever fucking again. Never. Mm -hmm. You know, basic, those are, those are some good basic ground rules. But yeah, like you said, I think like it will inculcate with them and probably other firms like a reluctance to, be upfront about their models and also like probably some internal blindness, right? Because now they're going to be make sure to never invoke any sort of mention of phrenology or physiognomy, right? And so I feel like internally, that's also going to mean like discouraging people from raising the question, hey, is this phrenology? 
Mm-hmm. Like, are we just measuring people's skulls? <laughs> and that's the non-visual cue. It's non-visual because, I mean, you're not supposed to see it. And so we're seeing it and then intu- intuiting things or interpreting things from it that don't actually bear out in reality, except in the relationship to how fucked up and unequal and discriminatory this world is. That's, 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 that's.